Good morning everyone. Once again, magandang umaga. Yan, please find your most comfortable seat. Sige po, let's find the most comfortable seat that we can have. There was a pastor of Smyrna named Polycarp. And uh, during his time, Christianity were hindered. It was not allowed to preach the gospel and evangelize people. So this pastor of Smyrna was caught and was brought in front of the crowd in a plaza. And he was basically tied up. Tinali. Binuhusan ng gasolina. Of course, alam mo na naman yun, pag ikaw ay, especially during the Roman times, pag ikaw ay tinali, binuhusan ng gasolina, alam mo na na ikaw ay susunugin to death. Actually, sa time natin ngayon, we taught, especially po nandito tayo sa Pilipinas, Cavite, Manila, parang wala na. But I have some friends, nandito actually sila yung CBMAP conference. I gave them 20 minutes to share yung the voice of the martyrs. Still happening in some countries, in some places. That when you are found out na ikaw ay Christian, ikaw ay mananampalataya, Huulihin ka, kakausapin ka, pag hindi mo ikinatatwa ang iyong pananampalataya, you will be killed, you will be burned, or you will be basically murdered drastically. And Polycarp was us. He was given three times an opportunity to recount his faith. Sinanong siya ng una, Will you recount your faith? He did not answer. Pangalawa, we will save you, not only from death, but even from the fire. Hindi pa rin siya sumagot. Then, pangatlo, last chance for you to recount your faith in Jesus Christ. Biko ba'y mananampalataya? Hindi mo ba? Ipagkakatwa ang iyong pananampalataya. Sa Panginoon. And this is the answer that Polycarp gave. Sabi niya, 80 and 6 years I have served him and he has done me no wrong. How can I recount my God and Savior, Jesus Christ? 80 and 6 years. I have served him and he has done me no wrong. And that's the beauty of who God is. It doesn't matter if you're 15 years old, 14 years old, 20 years old, 30 years old, 38 years old, 44 years old like me, maybe 50 years old, 60 years old. Maybe some of you have already 
what? Turned 70, 70 plus. But understood goodness. Can we even say a certain thing that God has left us? That God has turned His back from us? To make the long story short, she was burned. And he was shouting, Receive my spirit, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Wonderful. In name, Kenneth Higgins is one of the most famous proponent of the word of faith. Sa Christian circle kasi may mga grupo-grupo din eh. The fundamentals, the Baptists, marami sila tawag, tawag dyan eh. Tawag nila sa mga fundamentals, mga fundamentals, mga ganun. Pag-fundamentals ka raw. Baptists, may mga charismatic, iba pa yung Pentecostal. And kay Nate Hagen's one, one of the famous proponents of the charismatic movements. I'm more of a reformed school of thoughts. This is one of my, maybe one of my guys that I have never met him. I, I met his son, Sikandit Higgins Jr. The Word of Faith Movement, Oklahoma, Tulsa. Sila yung mga kakontemporali nila, Oral Roberts. Si Oral Roberts magaling kasi God has used his right hand. Imagine mo, no? Yung biligyan ka ng anointing ng Lord. Yung kaliwang kamay mo, pag pinag-pray mo yung tao, hindi gumagaling, pero pa yung kanan gumagaling. That's, that's Oral Roberts. At ang nakakatawa kay Oral Roberts, many people are asking, bakit yung left hand mo uh, walang anointing, but yung kanan lang? It's just crazy, no? People will always focus on what is not there than talk about what is there. Hello? And, and basically, Oral Roberts is one of the guys that built a church and beside this church, a hospital. Pero word of faith, ang dami niyang pinapagaling sa kanyang prayers. Pero may hospital. Siya yung unang-unang nag basically uh, how do you call that? Collaborate so word of faith ng hospital, ng medicine, tsaka ng pananampalataya. Pero balikan ko kanit Higgins. Kanit Higgins was used by God to make the long story short. As a word of faith proponent, one of the forefathers of word of faith. Dami niyang mirakulong na ranasan. May mga time, pinagpipray niya, yung may sakit sa puso, gumagaling, yung makapilay, nakakalakad, blind people. is one of those guys na talagang may gift of healing. Might not be the office, but the function. And basically, ang matindi, when he was still young, meron siyang sakit sa puso. May butas actually yung puso niya. And the doctor told Mr. Higgins that he 
the father, Mr. Higgins, the parents, wala nang pag-asang gumaling yung anak nyo kasi yung kanyang butas sa puso ay hindi simple. And medicine cannot actually heal him. So ang nangyari, they prayed for Kenneth Higgins and to make the long story short, he grew up. And the doctor still says, hindi pa rin totally gumagaling yung kanyang heart problem. Started his ministry. Healed a lot of sick by the grace of God. Preached the gospel. Founded Rima College. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Doon ho, actually under sila Pastor Glenn Johnson, sila Mark Bower, a lot of my friends. Ang mga kaibigan ko kasi sa US, pag pumunta ako ng California, puro reform. Pag pumunta ko naman ng, pag sinabing reform, mga talagang conservative. Pagdating ko naman ng, ng uh, Seattle part sa my West, puro charismatic naman yan, puro rema. Pag pumunta naman ako sa bandang New York, Puro cell group naman yan. So, iba-iba talaga. So, Kenneth Higgins, to make the long story short, he got healed. And when he was already old, God spoke to him that it's about time for you to go home with the Lord. Nagbe-break pa sila ng asawa niya, ng wife niya. Barak pa sila. Then when he felt that he's about to go home, wala siyang sakit ha. He looked at his wife and smiled and he said, see you. Then he fell. Nagbe-break pa sila and died. Of course, the initial thing that you would do if you are the wife you're the spouse, you bring the particular person. So they brought Kenneth, Mr. Higgins, to the hospital. And dilagyan siya ng machine. Five, six, seven days, tumihinga pa rin siya. Pero talagang dead na. Pero binubuhay ng machine until they made the decision na tanggalin na yung Makina. Then when they took the machines off of him, it took him another two days. His brain was dead, everything was dead, but his heart was still beating. For another two days, na walang makina. And the son said, impumalit sa kanya, God really healed the heart of my father because even hip is already dead. His heart still beating. Pag si Lord kasi yung kumilos, it's better than your imagination. It's better than what you can ever think. Amen? So let me share with you Mark chapter 5, verses 1 to 20. I shared this kila ati Porsche in Nakaranligo, but there is a little bit of tweets because when I'm preaching and studying something, may mga biglang, o nga no? So let me read chapter 5, verses 1 and the following verses. Hanggang verse 22, but I'll be reading until verse 10. 
Then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs and no one could find him, not even with chains. Only they tried to bind him with chains and shackles. But if we continue to read the story, because, sabi dyan, he had often been bound with shackles and chains. And the chains had been pulled apart by him. Ang lakas! So he was a man possessed by the legion. And when he was even being chained, he could basically break the chain. So yung kadena, bakal yun. Hindi yun tali. So bagay, yung mga dog ko, lagi kong binibilan, binibilan ng kadena, laging nasisira, hindi ko alam kung bakit eh. Sabi dyan, and the shackles broken in pieces, neither could anyone tame him. So the background of this particular story, nagturo si Jesus Christ sa Mark chapter 4, if your faith is like a master seed, and late lang nun, you can move mountains and such thing. Then, sabi niya sa mga disciples niya, let's go to the other side. So yung mga disciples niya talagang feeling, alam niyo yung mga, yung mga tropa natin, yung mga high school tayo, pag yung kasama natin sikat, di ba? Tapos kasama natin, feeling natin sikat din tayo. So mga disciples niya, the emotion was there, the exuberant was there, the, the excitement was there. Then sumama sila, then sabi ni Jesus Christ, sakay tayo ng bangka, let's go to the other side. So they were expecting Kasi crowds yung kanilang minister-minister sa, sa pinanggalingan nila. They were expecting maybe on the other side, it would be thousands of people. Maybe on the other side, we will see a lot of sick people. They will experience miracle, healings, and such signs and wonders. Then bila nilang narinig, pupunta tayo sa Ganaraces. Wow, sandali lang. Sabi ng mga disciples in their mind. Of course, it wasn't in the, in, in, in the book, but they knew the place. Sandali lang. Walang tauro na. Cementeryo doon. Anong gagawin natin doon? Ang alam natin, may isang tao lang doon na inaalihan ng demonyo, ng masamang espiritu, sinasaktan niya yung kanyang sarili, sinusugatan niya yung kanyang sarili, and no one can tame nor stop him. So pag pumunta tayo doon, anong mangyayari? So going there, na-experience pa nila yung storm. Yung natutulog si Jesus Christ sa story, tapos ang lakas ng bagyo, ginising nila si Jesus Christ. And they said, Don't you care that we are about to die? And to make the long story short, Jesus calmed the storm. He stopped the storm. Then they arrive. Ito this place. Antindi, di ba? Nakita nila may mga sakit gumaling. Then, nakita nila patay yung nature. Sabi nila, sino itong taong ito na kahit ang bagyo, ang nature ay nakikinig sa kanya. Pero, pagdating nila sa generasis, medyo iba pa rin. So, let me continue on reading. Ang sabi niya, and always day and night, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stone. So, sinusugatan, sinasaktan niya. 
yung kanyang sarili. When he saw Jesus from afar, the run, or he ran and worshiped him. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Sige, tignan mo yung katabi mo. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, yung napoposeso, yung nakita si Jesus na worship. Hello? Hello? Sige, sige, sabi mo sa katabi mo, yung napoposes, tignan mo. Yung nakita si Jesus na worship, ikaw lagnat lang, ayaw na. Hello? He ran and worshipped him. And he cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I do to with you, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I implore you by God that you do not torment me. For he said to him, Come out of the man, unclean spirit. Then he asked him, What is your name? What is your name? And he answered saying, My name is Tomer. Ay, hindi. Legion. <laughs> na kamali lang. <laughs> Bilang na pa tingin si Tomer. Parang wala naman sa Bible yun. My name is Legion. For we are many. Actually, I, I've researched this. Iba-iba talaga eh. Sabi nila, pag under Roman Empire ka, you're basically around, pag sinabing legion is 6,000, other would say it's 4,000, other would say kasi mga Israelites naman, basically it's 2,000, but who, who really cares? It's thousands. Whether 2, 4, 6, it depends how they define legion. And sabi dito, he begged him earnestly that he would not send them out in up the country. So let me put it this way. Number one, how can we become more influential? How can we, can we be used by God more in our lives? How can we basically be an agent of transformation? How can we basically see our lives, life that does not only exist, but really matters in this generation. How can we become more of a people that really adds to the welfare of this community? Number one, sabi natin lahat, let Christ minister to you. O gawin natin personal, let Christ minister to me. Amen. The very first thing you need to realize in life, gusto kong gamitin ng Panginoon, gusto kong uh, maging mangyari ito, mangyari ganyan, but are you allowing yourself to be touched and transformed by the Lord personally? Lord, you use me, Lord. Make me so, so anointed, Lord. Bring me to people. Wait, wait, wait. Sabi ng Panginoon, before I even think of that, before I will even use you to transform other people, can I transform your life first? Wait, 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 wait. wait. Before I bring you to thousand, can I talk to you one-on-one? -on -one? 
wait, wait, before you can pastor a huge church, an, an organization, or even a ministry that you're dreaming of, can I touch you? Renew your mind personally. Oh, in this particular story, marami time pwedeng makita dyan, pero I always say this, this is not my first time to share this first point. Ang sabi dito, they, when they came to the other side, plural, labing dalawang disciples si Jesus Christ, labing tatlo, kung may kasama sila, hindi na sinabi ng scripture, but let's just assume it's 13 of them, 12 plus Jesus. So they, yung sinasabing they dito, disciples and Jesus Christ. So they came to the other side. Pagdating sa verse 2, and he had come out of the boat. So, dumating silang lahat, pero siya lang yung lumabas ng bangka. So, they came and he got out. So, the disciples were not that brave enough. To come out. Why? Because they heard the news. Demoniac, legion, malakas, nananakit, sinusugatan yung sarili niya, kayang wasakin yung mga kadena. Parang, no! Hindi namin kaya yan. That's why yung, yung dumating sila doon sa Gadareses, si Jesus Christ lang, yung lumabas ng bangka, naiwan sila sa bangka. Napansin niyo when Jesus rebuked the storm? Pagkatapos niyang i-rebuke sa storm, sinabi niya sa mga disciples niya, wala pa ba kayong pananampalataya? He dealt with his disciples. Pero dito hindi. Yung sinabi siguro ng mga disciples, sabi niya, Jesus, oh, nandito na tayo, tara, baba na. Sabi ng mga disciples, di na muna, pagod na po kami, kayo na lang muna. So si Jesus lang yung bumaba. He did not even say, bakit kayo hindi bababa? Because, uh, for me, ha? Jesus understood that they did not have that faith. They, they weren't brave enough to face the demoniacs, the legions. Who among us would want to face the legions? So he got out of the boat. And sabi dito, for he said to him, come out of the man, unclean spirit. He started to minister to this man without others. Personally, ang nakita ko dito sa kwentong ito, yung kahalagahan ng tunay na pagbabago ng buhay ay matatagpuan sa pagkikipag How do you call that? Pakikipag-spend ng time ng personal sa ating Panginoong Jesus. Then he asked him, what is your name? Nakipag-usap pa si Jesus Christ, di ba? And he answered, saying, I am. My name is Legion. For we are many. I want you to understand. Jesus ministered to this man alone 
one-on-one. -on -one. May point ho kasi gustong iwanan dito. Mamaya, pero babangitin ko na ngayon ang sabi doon sa verse 20, the upper which he shared what Jesus has done into his life to Decapolis. And Decapolis means ten cities. Laging very influential itong lalaking ito. Sapagat yung buhay niya nagsimula, yung tunay na magbabago, nang siya ay nagaroon ng personal na encounter sa tunay at buhay na Diyos na nagbabago ng buhay. Amen. So, ang sabi dito, Jesus spoke to him alone. They were, they were talking. The disciples stayed in the boat. And Jesus was not basically, what? Uminit siyang ulo. Bakit kayo nandiyan? No. He went to this man, ministered to this man alone. Come on. How many of us are willing to at least choose one and leave hundreds and thousands? He ministered to him alone. And Christ in us, principles that will never change as long as we are alive forever, you cannot give what you do not have. You can pretend, but you cannot give what you do not have. Amen? Ang hirap magpasaya kung ikaw mismo hindi masaya. Ang hirap mag-encourage pag ikaw mismo discourage. Ang hirap magbigay kung ikaw mismo piling mo sa sarili mo. Mahirap ka. Ang hirap Pag alam mo, ikaw mismo, wala ka. We cannot give what we do not have. This man, he was able to minister to cities. Why? Because he allowed Jesus Christ to minister to him personally. Amen? Tignan mo nga yung katabi mo. Sige, tignan mo yung katabi mo. Tignan mo, tignan mo, tignan mo. Sabi mo, sa katabi mo, kailan ka uli nakipagniig sa Panginoon? When was the last time you pray, you study the scripture, you listen to the Lord? And this man was so blessed because he experienced the personal ministry of Jesus Christ. Number two, Number two, let the church mentor you. Sabi natin lahat, let the church mentor you. Come on, come on, look at, look at your seatmate. Tell to your seatmate, let EFC. Sige, sabi mo sa katabi mo, let EFC be part of your life. Amen? This is actually a certain story. Ayoko nang ipaliwanag kasi sa, sa, sa gospel, every story is not just a story. Every story is a picture of the old and the new covenant. For example, sa so John chapter 5, yung, yung, yung paralyzed na lalaki, dinadala siya sa beautiful, place called beautiful sa pool. Tuwing kakalaw-kawin ng anghel, once a year, pag gumalaw yung tubig, yung unang tumalon, gagaling. 
So that was a story. Kala natin story lang. Pero yung, yung pinapakita at kinikwento yun, ang nangyari, it was actually a picture of the Old Testament healing na sa Old Testament hahanapin mo yung healing. May lugar ng healing. Hindi pwede sa bahay, hindi pwede sa labas, may particular na lugar ng healing. Then, Jesus approached him. Sa New Covenant, ang healing na kay Kristo. At siya'y lumalapit sa'yo. Hindi ikaw yung naghahanap sa Kanya. Amen. And in this particular story, it's also a picture of the Old and New Covenant. The Old Covenant is all about bondage. The Old Covenant is all about fear. The Old Covenant is all about thinking that Satan is more powerful, powerful than you. Kaya natatakot yung mga disipulo. Why? Kasi nadidimon posisyon, makapangyarihan yun, malakas yun. But Jesus Christ showed them, mag-isa lang ako and I will tame him because I am more powerful than Satan. Amen. Sabi dito, this a picture of after he, quote-unquote, evangelized, transformed, freed this man from the bondage. Then they came to Jesus. And so that the one who had been demon-possessed and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. Let's study these three truths. First, sabi dyan, sitting. Ano pangalawa? Pangatlo? Right mind. Sitting means katimal. That's what it's real. Kate. Mal. Ibig sabihin, sit, seated, enthroned, dwell, reside. And from the context, alam nyo ba, most of the time, sige, I want you to under, listen to me carefully, ha? sino sa inyo naniniwala sa miracles? Sino sa inyo naniniwala, kailangan nyo ng miracles sa buhay nyo? You know, most of the time, we don't experience miracle because we tend not to sit. We tend to always speak. We tend to always complain. We tend to always do something. We tend to always perform. And we forgot miracles comes from sitting down. Remember John chapter 6, verses 1 hanggang, hanggang 15, if I'm not mistaken, when the crowds were so hungry, and to make the long story, there was a boy who said, meron akong tinapay tsaka isda. Liman libong lalaki, hindi pa kasama yung mga babae at bata. Anong sabi ni Jesus Christ, give me the bread. And he took the bread and the fish. He gave thanks. Sabi natin lahat, he gave thanks. Alam niyo ba ang mirakulo nangyayari yan palagi sa mga taong marunong magpasalamat? Hello? Hindi sa mga taong mahilig umanga, Lord, bakit ganito? Lord, ang tagal ko nang pinagpipray ito. I'm not saying God cannot move. He still moves. But it is more. It's easier to experience miracle when you have a thankful heart. When Jesus took the bread, five bread, two fish, hindi kasya yun sa limang libo. Pero anong sabi niya? Lord, kulang to! Lord, bakit ito lang? Ganun ba? No. He took the bread, he took the fish, and he said, Lord, thank you. 
If you can be thankful towards the few, God can deal with the many needs we have in life. Pero sabi ni Jesus Christ, binigay niya sa mga disipulo niya, that the first thing He said to the crowd, tell them to sit down. Sabi niya natin lahat, sit down. Come on, come on, louder. Sit down. Tell them to sit down, to relax, stop complaining, and let the miracles fall and blow. To make the long story short, binigyan sila ng tinapayat is the 5,000 men got fed. Hello? At sobra pa ng labindalawang basket. There's power in sitting down. Kaya minsan niisip mo, ayoko muna mag-church, ayoko muna mati ng D-group, kasi may problema, susold ko muna to, uunahin ko muna to, and believe me, there is miracle when you choose to sit down and listen to the Word, be fed by the Word of God. Amen? Baka masyado tayong humaba, I only have five minutes. Pangalawa, cloth. Sabihin lahat, cloth. He may shone. In other garments, a cloak, a robe. It's actually a picture of the robe of Jesus Christ. Sa tingin nyo, sino nagbihes sa legion? And I assume, Jesus took care of his cloth. Nakahubad siya eh. Wala siyang damit. Wala sa story, but knowing Jesus Christ, He provides everything we need. Amen? He clothed this man. A cloth came from him. I don't want to be dogmatic, but that's my assumption. It's the robe of righteousness. Then, in his right mind, Sopornio. Ano ibig sabi ng Sopornio? Yung right mind na word, God-controlled perspective. Pag ang isip pala natin, ayaw natin ipakontrol kay Lord, hindi sound mind yun. Pag may sinabi si Lord, o oh, isuko mo na yan, o oh, itigil mo na yan, tapos sasabihin natin, ayoko, ayoko nga, that's not right mind. Because right mind, sophronio means God-controlled perspective. Hello. It is something that God can control. He does not manipulate, but He controls the mind. So when the scripture said, and they found this man sitting, he started to listen. Cloth understood, wore the robe of righteousness, and started to have a sound right mind. He started to think what God wants him to think. Amen. Lastly, let compassion mold you. Let Christ minister to you. Let the church mentor you. Ito, isa sa pinakamaganda, let compassion mold you. Sabi natin lahat, compassion. Let me read. Sabi dito, sa verse 19, However, hindi ko na bining, nilagay dito yung 17 and 18, kasi sabi ng demoniac, yung gumaling na siya ng man, the healed man, hindi siya demoniac, Panginoon, wala na akong babalikan. I don't have a family anymore. Sama na lang ako sa'yo. 
kung saan ka pupunta. Ganda ng idea, no? Pero alam nyo ba, gusto niyang sumama sa Panginoon? Because he wanted to be an spectator. He wanted to be simply an observer. Ang gusto lang niya, sige magpagaling ka, papalakpak ako, sige magpalayas ka ng demonyo, magpipray ako dito sa gilid, sige magpreach ka, makikinig din ako. Those things were good. Pero sabi ni Jesus Christ, however Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, go home to your friends. Not family eh. Wala siyang pamilya. Go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how He has had compassion on you. Lord, kailangan ko ba maging magaling? Do I need to memorize verses? If you can, why not? Do I need to be so eloquent in, in everything that I, the way I talk? If you can, why not? But is it the foundation for me to be effective, to be used by you, Lord? The answer is no. Because if you want to be used by God to transform other people, ang sabi niya, bumalik ka kung saan ka kilala at sabihin mo sa kanila kung ano ang ginawa ng Panginoon sa buhay mo. Amen? Bumalik ka kung saan ka nalaglag. Bumalik ka kung saan ka nadapa. Bumalik ka kung saan ka nadumihan. At ipakita mo sa mga tao kung gaano ka nilinis, itinayo, at itinaas ng Panginoon. Compassion. It came from the word leo, which means God's covenant loyalty and mercy. Covenant na loyalty pa. Ang tindi. Pag sinabing compassion, ay yung covenant ay Lord sa'yo na nahahabag siya na hindi magbabago mula noon, ngayon, at magpakailanman. Amen? ay yung kahabagan na hindi kayang talunin ng kasalanan, hindi kayang talunin at tabunan ng pagkakamali, ay yung kahabagan na niyayakap ka kahit sino ka, kahit anong nakaraan mo, kahit anong nagawa mo, at kahit ano pa ang nangyayari sa buhay mo. Sa scripture, Jesus did the ministry not because He needed to. Even though we needed to do it. Ay nang lagi kong prayer kay Lord the Lord. Sana tuwing magpipreach ako dito. Sana tuwing pupunta kami ng iba't ibang lugar. May mga evangelistic event, mga conferences for pastors, for leaders. Sana pag ganito, Lord, sana hindi lang kasi kailangan magpreach. Sana hindi lang kasi kailangan magturo. Sana hindi lang dahil kailangan mag-evangelize. Dahil kasi punong-puno ng compassion yung puso ko. Matthew 14, verse 14, when Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, He had compassion and He healed them. So yung kagalingan, hindi nagmumula dahil kaya mo magpagaling. Yung kagalingan nagmumula dahil nahahabag ka sa mga may karamdaman. Amen. And He said, Mark chapter 1, verse 14, Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out His hand and touched Him. O, may mentor kita ha, kasi magandang strategy ang mentoring. O, magde-day group tayo, kasi magandang strategy ang day group ngayon. No, no, 
He touched this man because he was moved with compassion. Another verse. Sabi sa Mark chapter 6, verse 34, When Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, He had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So He began teaching God. Even in your teaching, even in my preaching, even in my mentoring, it should not be out of schedule. It should not be out of Sunday ngayon, ako magpipreach. Yung sabi doon, He had compassion on the people. Why? Because marami dyan discouraged na eh. Marami dyan gusto na mag-quit. Marami dyan na mga problema. Marami dyan hindi na nila alam. Kung anong gagawin nila, pagkaharap mo nakangiti, pag nakaharap mo nagjo-joke, nagpapatawa, marami dyan kasi, akala mo walang problema, pero pag nalaman mo na, yung buhay, yung mga bagay na dinadaanan niya, hindi mo alam, ganun na pala kabigat, ganun na pala kalalim. And Jesus was moved with compassion and He teached him, I will not teach Jesus in His perspective because you need to learn even though we really need to learn, but I will teach because... I have compassion on you. When the Lord saw her, He had compassion on her and said to her, Do not weep. Ah, umiiyak to. Chance ko na. Makikilala ako dito. No. He had compassion and told this woman, do not weep. When are we going back to a ministry That is not based on numbers, even though numbers are important. When are we going back to a ministry that is not based on rights and wrongs? That is not based simply on leadership. Even though leadership is very important. When are we going back to the ministry we're in? Hindi kasi sabi ni Pastor eh, kailangan submissive. That's beautiful. But I think that's more of a leadership, not ministry. When are we going back singing because our hearts exploding with thanksgiving? When, when are we going back to playing the instruments? Because I want to be used by God and I want to see the people raising their hands, worshiping the true and living God. When are we going back to the ministry that we do the group, not by chance, not by schedule, but because we want to see transformation in the lives of people.
when the Lord saw you, He said, Do not weave. I am here. I love you. And my compassion is a forever loyal covenant of mercy towards you. Let's all rise. Now, I always want EFC to have extraordinary ministries. But how can we even have extraordinary ministry? Siguro sa akin, simple lang. Kahit gano'ng kaliit man yung ministeryo mo, paglilinis ng comfort room ng CR, pag-aayos ng upuan, pag-aasher, pagtugtog, o pag-back up sa production, sa D-group and everything, it can only become extraordinary whenever you do those things from your heart. Not based on the schedule, not based on numbers, but from your heart. Eh, Pastor, nakakatamad sa D-group, dalawa lang yung umaaten eh. Then, have compassion on those two people. Because everything we do must be based on how much God loves us. Amen? Come on, let's sing this song once again. And let's sing this song. Let's see. You really believe that God needs to peel your heart with love, with compassion. And everything we do is based on compassion.
Thank you. 